What's up, bookies, and welcome to Eclipse Voices, the podcast and book club that brings you amazing literary works from minority writers so you can add their undiscovered jam to your reading list. So what are we waiting for? Let's turn the page. What's up, bookies, and welcome to another episode of Scene Reads. I'm your girl, Tear, and today I'll be reading scenes to you from Imperfect Love by Tay Monet. At this point, we all know what this is, so let's jump right into it. Instantly, he turned me around and pulled me into him. My eyes pressed against his pelvis and swayed to the beat. The bulge between his legs couldn't be missed. A throbbing formed in my center. His arms wrapped around me and brushed around my bare stomach. Butterflies exploded inside, fluttering like crazy. Our movements slowed, staying in sync with one another. Dior, I think you're beautiful as hell. I swallowed hard as Enzo's warm breath tickled my ear. My heartbeat skyrocketed, threatened to leap out of my throat. I melted more into him. The air around us seemed to become smoldering. Goosebumps formed on my skin. It's obvious you've never been loved properly, but I want to fix that. I inhaled a sharp breath. I can see the pain in your eyes, the uncertainty in yourself and everything else dancing around in them. You've been through some shit, haven't you? My eyes closed when his lips pressed against my ear. My breathing became shallow. I attempted to answer, but my words got caught in my throat. His hand brushed lightly over my skin. We were trapped in our own bubble. Everything else failed to exist. Enzo spun me around and stared down at me. My heartbeat pounded in my ears. His hold on me tightened. His gaze caused my heart to beat in an erratic rhythm. My breath hitched when he lowered his head and pressed his lips against mine. A delicious shudder heated through my body. My first kiss. That first scene came from Dior and she and Enzo are out on a date. Her arms were crossed over her chest and she was staring forward. Talk to me, Dakota. What's up with this unchanging attitude? She turned to face me with narrow eyes. Do you think I wanted to sit there and listen to you and your baby mama reminisce about how many kids y'all wanted to have and how you purposely got her pregnant? Her forehead creased and her nose slightly flared. Marche was just talking. She, no. She was being messy and disrespectful as fuck. And what did you do? You engaged in it, not even considering how I might feel, like you always do. Her lips pinched together as her fingers tapped against the center console. That wasn't my intent, Coda. I just thought we were having a normal conversation. Would you like it if someone from my past came around talking about how he used to fuck me or how we planned our life together? Would you like that shit, Sawyer? Her voice rose the more she talked. Her nose flared. My jaw clenched at the thought. She knew I wouldn't like that shit. All right, I see your point. I should have shut down the conversation when she started. I didn't think she meant anything by it, but I can see why you would be bothered by it. Dakota shook her head and pushed a heavy breath out. You're always going to defend her, huh? What? Every time I bring up something that bothers me, you find a way to justify her actions. Her legs started bouncing. Coda Bear, it ain't like that. It is. And you're the only one that doesn't see it. I can't keep doing this. She snatched the door open and stalked off. I sat there, dumbfounded. That next scene comes from Sawyer. And as you can see, Dakota is not happy. And though Sawyer acknowledges the problem, it still seems like he's a little clueless about it. My lips pressed against the nape of Dior's neck. Gently, I ran my hand down her scarred skin. I knew she had a rough past, but I never thought her story would be this traumatic. Hearing how deep her past and pain went made my chest burn with not only sadness, but anger. Now I understood why she refused to show her full self. I hated how loud her insecurities were. Dior, your scars don't define the person you are. 
No matter what anyone says, they are a part of you, and they don't take away from your beauty. I spoke lowly into her ear and kissed it. Her eyes found mine in the mirror, glistening with tears. Her bottom lip trembled. Her tears almost crushed me. Pulling away from her, I spun her around till we were face to face. My hands went to either side of her, trapping her between me and the sink. How does it feel to show your true self? She stared into my eyes. I could see the uncertainty bouncing around in them. Scary. Leaning down, I pressed my lips against the top of her shoulder. Tell me why. I kissed her again. I've never revealed myself like this to anyone before. I'm used to dealing with my feelings alone and keeping them bottled in. My hand brushed lightly up and down her opposite arm. Goosebumps filled it. I kissed up her shoulder to her neck. I know you told me you don't have a relationship with your dad. I lifted my head to look her in the eyes. I know we haven't known each other long, but I feel something between us. For the first time since I've been out of prison, I feel something deeper than the surface. I want you to be able to trust me enough to open up to me and show yourself without fear. Even if I have to remind you how beautiful you are every day, I have no problem with that. I just want you to be able to let go and be your true self. That scene comes from Enzo and he is trying to show Dior how beautiful she is and how he wants to be there for her. And after all, ladies, isn't that the type of man we want in our lives? I've been to the honey barbecue wing and released a soft moan. The way you moaning about them wings over there got me jealous, Sawyer mentioned as he sealed his blunt with his lighter. Out of the corner of my eye, I watched his dark lips wrap around it. He took a long pull, lifted his head, and blew the smoke out. We had just come back from the go-kart place, and I had a blast. Turns out, they had an 18 and older track where you had to have a driver's license to drive the carts. The carts were high speed, and it felt like we were on a real racetrack. We went three rounds around the track. My adrenaline rushed the whole time we were on the track. Once we left the goat carts, we stopped and got some food. When we first started messing around, we used to sit in the car talking for hours, eating and baking out one of our cars. This reminded me of those times. I sucked the sauce off my fingers and licked my lips before accepting the blunt from Sawyer. Sawyer picked a couple of his cheesy fries up and tossed them into his mouth before turning to face me. His eyes were already low and red. Talk to me, Codever. What is it you're looking for? Slowly, I pulled on the blunt and held the smoke in my mouth. I dropped my eyes and studied my man for a minute. In a cut-off white tee and basketball shorts, something so simple was so sexy to me. In what aspect, Sawyer? I blew the smoke out of my nose and mouth. He wet his lips and leaned against the driver's door. We were currently parked in his driveway. The only lights were the lamp near the walkway leading to his house and the touchscreen on his dashboard. I mean, I keep fucking up. I know that. I don't want to keep doing this back-and-forth shit, though. So talk to me. You know about my past, Sawyer. We talked about it. You know how I've been cheated on, mentally and even physically abused before. My dad was controlling, and other men in my past hurt me. Those two reasons alone are why I was scared to even get serious with you. After taking another hit, I passed him the blunt, coughing a little as I exhaled. I cleared my throat and grabbed my lemonade out of the cup holder. Once I got myself together, I continued. We discussed you and Marche. I knew how you felt about her. It was one of the main reasons I was okay with us just casually fucking. Unfortunately, somewhere down the line, things changed and feelings got involved. Sawyer's eyes stayed locked on me while he ashed the blood in the ashtray cup. I grabbed a couple of fries and tossed them into my mouth, feeling my munchies already starting. It never took long, no matter how little I smoked. So that doesn't answer the question. What do you need from me? I poked the side of my cheek with my tongue. I need you not to be like those dudes in my past. I might be a little rough around the edges, but I'm a good catch and don't deserve to be strung along. It's one thing to listen to the two of you on the phone, but last night, watching you and Marche made me sick to my stomach. 
The bond you two have obviously can't be broken, and I hate feeling like I'm wasting my time. And that last scene came to us from Dakota. She and Sawyer are having a sit down. They're sort of airing things out, and we can only hope that it works out for them. Alright, bookies, that has been my time. I hope you all enjoyed. If you're interested in reading Imperfect Love by Tay Monet, click the link in the description and head on over to Amazon and get your copy. Until next time, it's been Pros and Poetry. I'm out.